0: worker of yours. Local people, local stories. This is the all local from 1010 wins. I'm Larry Mullins and here are today's top local stories. Oh, what a terrible, terrible start to the morning. You hear about the subway incident in Jackson Heights. Police say a young woman apparently suffered some kind of medical emergency and fell onto the tracks as a train was coming in. The Glenn Shuck in Jackson Heights for us. This 18-year-old young woman with some type of a medical episode that caused her to faint and fall into the tracks of the E-Train about 20 minutes before 7. The train that was pulling into the station, the operator pulled the emergency brake frantically to try to get it to stop but the girl was struck and killed, pronounced dead here at the scene. We later heard from New York City Transit President Richard Davey. Anytime we lose a young New Yorker, 18 years old, um, you know, it's a moment that I think we all uh, to cherish our families and our own lives uh, and what we're able to contribute. Um, but we are just, uh, you know, heartbroken. Davy says there is surveillance video of the incident that they handed over to the NYPD. No criminality suspected. Gwanshaq Tentad wins at 92.3 FM, the Jackson Heights, Roosevelt Avenue station in Queens. From Israel, the shelling continues in areas of southern Gaza that it had previously told Palestinians to seek safety in. We do know that at least one senior Hamas figure was killed in the attacks, which Israel maintains are targeted at militants. A senior State Department official says the U.S. and Israel are working on developing a plan to get humanitarian aid to civilians in Gaza. Also today, President Biden headed to the Middle East to meet with Israeli officials. The White House says he'll be there to solidify U.S. support for Israel. Back here at home, a prayer vigil today where the entire community was invited in response to the war in the Middle East. This vigil is a symbol of how the Middle East crisis is being felt here and how people can come together in the face of it. I just felt I had to be here to pray with other people. Sidney Stewart listened to the words of Bishop of New York Andrew Dietschy, who mentioned the Israelis still being held hostage by Hamas. We don't know what's going to happen to them. Their lives have been threatened. Their lives could be taken at any time. He says the crisis isn't close to over, but one of his themes is forgiveness. We all live with grievances done to us. Also, the things we've done to others, Sometimes we must ask forgiveness, sometimes we must offer it. The Archbishop of the Episcopal Diocese of Jerusalem has asked churches to observe today as a day to pray for peace, reconciliation, and an end to war. Mac Rosenberg, 1010 Winds on 92.3 FM in Morningside Heights. Big fire in Bushwick early this morning, injuring five people, and the FDNY says unfortunately... Yep, we're dealing with another fire started by lithium-ion batteries. Officials say these batteries continue to take a toll. FDNY Commissioner Laura Kavanaugh says folks who are selling some of these unlicensed and post-market bikes and batteries need to get a clue. As of this year alone, we now have 216 fires caused by lithium-ion batteries, 120 injuries, and 14 fatalities. All of those numbers are higher than where we ended the entire year last year. So we really want to implore uh, our local manufacturers to be responsible to stop selling bikes and batteries that are not legal under the law. Fire officials say they found an e-bike and lithium-ion batteries at the scene of that fire. Now, House Republicans have rejected Jim Jordan in the first round of voting for House Speaker today. There are a number of GOP holdouts who say the Trump ally is too extreme to hold the gavel. Still, he has formally been nominated on the House floor by Republican Conference Chair Elise Stefanik. Whether as Judiciary Chair, Conservative leader or representative for his constituents in West Central Ohio, whether on the wrestling mat or in the committee room, Jim Jordan Jordan is strategic, scrappy, tough, and principled. He is a mentor, a worker, and above all, he is a fighter. But Democrats say he's compromised, saying they are not standing behind Jordan. They're backing their own nominee, New York's Hakeem Jeffries. Democratic Congressman Pete Aguilar says Jordan simply isn't the right person for the job. This body is debating elevating a speaker nominee who has not passed a single bill in 16 years. More voting expected today as Jordan works to shore up enough support to replace Kevin McCarthy after he was shown the door two weeks ago. You know, it took McCarthy about 15 tries to get in. Former President Donald Trump back in a New York City courtroom today as part of his civil fraud trial over here. As he headed into court, the former president again denying any wrongdoing in creating and maintaining his real estate empire. We built a great company, a lot of cash, a lot of great assets. Absent from the courtroom today, star witness, former Trump lawyer and fixer Michael Cohen. His appearance has been delayed, apparently due to health reasons. This is the case in which Trump is accused of defrauding banks, insurers and others by overvaluing his assets and inflating his network and paperwork, his net worth. Also today, Trump set to be questioned under oath part of lawsuits filed by two former FBI employees who investigated ties between Russia and Trump's 2016 campaign. They're suing the DOJ over anti-Trump text messages they exchanged, which became public. One of them says he was wrongfully fired over those messages. The other says her privacy was violated. And with all this legal trouble comes a bunch of hefty payments to lawyers for the former president. He's apparently spending tens of millions from his campaign fundraising on legal fees, which campaign experts say maybe against the federal ban on the personal use of donor dollars. The manslaughter trial got underway today for a woman accused of a fatal hit and run that killed an NYPD traffic officer. Jessica Bouvet allegedly was allegedly uh, driving under the influence when she fatally struck officer Anastasio Sacos. This is on the Long Island Expressway back in 2021. Remember that case? Dozens of fellow officers showed up at the courthouse today and Police Benevolent Association President Patrick Hendry says She should be locked up for a long time. The Justice Department opening an investigation now into the Police Department in New Jersey's capital city over possible civil rights violations. Trent police officers accused of excessive uh, force stopping drivers and pedestrians without justification and executing illegal searches. Kristen Clark is the DOJ's assistant attorney general for civil rights. We will review incident reports body-worn camera footage and other information regarding the interactions of Trenton Police Department officers with the public. We will also review the Trenton Police Department's policies and training materials. Trenton's mayor, police director, and head of the legal department have all said they'll cooperate. The union representing Trenton's police responded by citing staffing shortages due to budget cuts. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go